this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet robe. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one, the only Miss Charlie Burnett. (laughs) Insert clapping audience. (laughs) Clapping audience. What is going on today? How is life in LA today? Uh, life is great. You know, I worked at Sir last night. It was a little bit of a long night because James was DJing. So I'm a little bit sleepy, but I'm happy. It's great. The weather is beautiful as always. And you know, another good day in LA. I love it. Um, well, you know, listen, we have Vanderpump Rules back in our lives. I mean, I don't know how I or anyone else waited this long to have it back on air. I'm so happy. Season two for you. So, you know, this is old. This is an old, you know, it's old news at this point, right? You're like, you're like a pro. No, honestly, I felt like this season was my first season. I was like this, oh, this is how it really is to be on the show. Very demanding, very exhausting, but very, very rewarding, but crazy. That's how I feel about the show. <laughs> is, is that how it was different for you? Just because like you were a bigger part of the show and like, you know, this group, this season? Yeah, I, well, I felt like I was very lost my first season, didn't really know how it all worked didn't really understand the dynamic of things and then fast forward now I in the group have friends have opinions and yeah and like showing up to more call times which is like crazy and also like you know 
working at Sir and people now that I've been on the show, that's also very demanding, you know, people asking you questions, filming while working. It's, you know, it's a lot. <laughs> well, I mean, like you said, you do work at Sir. I know that's always a thing. Everyone goes down the list of who works at Sir and who doesn't work at Sir. I mean, I yes. feel like at this point, it's pretty obvious who works at Sir and doesn't like you and Raquel work there. Yes. What's the best thing about your job at Sir? I mean, what do you love best about it? Well, Sir is like a, I've always loved Sir. It's very organized, a great place to work. Um, I mean, it's fun. It's just like really fun vibes. I love the customers are great because I feel like people who come in are always fans of the show. So they're so happy to be there, which is a great refreshing vibe to have, you know, because I work in nightlife at my other job where it's like, I'm slinging bottles. I'm making people's drinks. People are drunk. Where it's like, sir, it's like fun. It's like more casual, but it's a really good time. I love it. I work with Raquel weekly. So it's so nice to always have a little friend in the corner there too. What's the best thing about having LVP as a boss? Oh, <laughs> I feel like Lisa's always great with advice. Like whenever you see her, she's giving you always like little tips and tricks and always pointing you in the right direction. Listen, I mean, do you, is the fandom obvious when people come in? Like, I'm sure you get asked a thousand times a day if Lisa's around. Oh my goodness. Like literally every shift, someone asked me, where is Lisa? And like, sometimes I get a little irritated by the fifth time. I'm like, she's not here. Okay. <laughs> you would know if she's here, you would see her Rolls Royce. You would see the dogs and you would see security and you would know Lisa is here. <laughs> if you don't see that, she's not coming. <laughs> the last time I was in LA was like this summer, like, cause I'm out there a bunch and I just, I got lucky. I was there and I'm like, there's Lisa. I'm like, you know, when she's like, around, like you, you like, I don't know if it. it's like this, like weird, like presence, but like, Everyone knows when Lisa walks in a building, everyone's like, Lisa's here. Like everyone's head starts turning. <laughs> Listen, LVP is an icon. You can just feel it. I love her. Well, this season, you know, we saw, you know, you had some tension with Lala at the Palm Springs trip and, you know, you opened up like on social media and on the show, you know, that this was really all related to like food, like, and you've had food issues like pretty much your whole life. And that was like a triggering situation. And, yeah. you know, like even in your Instagram posts, like you kind of explained that, you know, you've always had these issues and people are telling you you should be more vulnerable. So, I mean, and you just posted this whole side by side, you know, you opened up about that, that you, you know, gained 45 pounds like during COVID and, you know, you were just at a low and you were depressed. So was that hard, like not even to do it just on social media, but on like national TV? Like, I mean, it's hard to be vulnerable. Yeah, it definitely wasn't my most comfortable moment. I uh, lost a few nights of sleep, you know, had a few crying sessions. <laughs> my boyfriend hears it all, all the time. But I think it was a really good breakthrough moment. I felt like I kind of opened this new door for myself where I was like, I can now be Charlie. Now people know a little bit more about Charlie. I feel like I always portray this image that isn't always 100% me. And now I feel like I can be myself more, which is like you said, it's not easy. It's scary. Like social media is a scary place. TV is an even scarier place. So it's been a learning process, but I am, you know, I'm here, I'm showing up and I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> What prompted you to post the pictures and to even talk about all of this on TV? Well, for the pictures, for the most part, I've been, you know, close friends that feature on Instagram for the last probably like four or five months. I've been posting nonstop 
my journey with my close friends and I've been posting everything. And my friend messaged me one day and was like, I don't understand why you're not posting this on like your main account. Like you need to show people like your progress, like you've made so many commitments, you've gone this far. And I feel like a lot of people will learn from it. And I just told her like, I don't know, people are going to judge me. I don't want people to like twist it and make it something that's not. And she just said, look, I really think you should post this post. I think you need to like start sharing more about yourself with others and start being more authentic on Instagram because people don't really see the Charlie, you know, that we all love and we all know. And so then I posted it and she messaged me and she was like, see, I told you, like people want to see that. And I hope like, you know, more to come. I can start, you know, showing myself more on social media, but I just, I, I have this like weird thing where I just, I overthink everything that I do. And I just, it's like weird. I don't care what people think about me, but I'm also scared of always being judged. It's like this weird contradicting feeling That's <laughs> for the TV part. I just felt like a lot of people put me into this box when it came to the pasta thing. And I felt like I offended a lot of people with it. And I also felt like the whole not gain weight thing was something that I never, ever believed in. Like I am someone who loves pizza. Like I eat so many carbs. Like that wasn't, that wasn't who I was. Like that was never the reason why I never ate pasta. So I felt like if I didn't just say it, you know, a lot of the conversation too got edited out, which great. It was a longer conversation, but I felt like it was something that I just needed to share. Like I needed to just be out on the table let's put pasta girl behind and now I could be Charlie. <laughs> Do people, I mean, is that still like, I would imagine when people like either slip into your DMs or see you in, in person, you know, listen, sometimes we just have to say something that comes out of our mouths and it becomes- Oh my goodness. Thing. It literally, ha- I was actually at my other job. I wasn't at Sir and I got to the table and this guy just blurts out right away. Have you eaten pasta? And I looked at him. <laughs> And I was like, not, not hi. Hello. How are you? Like just right off the bat. <laughs> You're like, let's please move on. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to spit in your pasta. If you ask me one more time. <laughs> are there any other like misconceptions about you? Like you feel like as people watch the show, like, you know, what do you think people get wrong about you? You know, cause like you said, people watch and they think they have someone all figured out. Yeah, I feel feel like that was like the biggest thing. Like people just were like, you know, it didn't help too that, you know, I do commercial prints and I do like little acting and modeling here and there. So I feel like it was just like I said, this box of like, oh, it's like this LA girl who doesn't eat carbs and doesn't believe in weight gain. And that's like I said, it's not me at all. Not even the way of my thinking. And I feel like people, like they only see a little bit of me like that you know you can't determine my entire life off like these little snippets and I also feel like I have this weird dark sense of humor that not everyone understands sometimes but I feel like the audience will learn to love it (laughs) we're gonna learn to love it yeah has being vulnerable you know like brought you closer to like this group like anyone in particular in this group, like you feel like just because you've showed, you know, this vulnerable side that you've gotten closer to on the show. Yeah. I feel like I definitely Lala and I had like a little breakthrough after that conversation. And I, you know, I told her too, like, let's have lunch. Let's get to know each other better. Like we can't judge each other off little snippets that we've seen if we never even had a conversation deeper than two minutes. 
Um, but also like every, like we've all grown closer as a group. I feel like everyone had very big vulnerable moments this season. And now we're starting to understand each other on like a different level. And I think that everyone's starting to see that too. Was it different for you, you know, because it's a smaller group, like the OGs are not there, like Stassi and Jax and Kristen, like, I know, you know, you weren't necessarily close to them because they were the OGs with all these other people, but with them not being there, you know, it's a smaller group. Do you feel like that helped you kind of, you know, shine and like have a voice and get to know everybody? Yeah, I think that it opened a door to everyone everyone having to like be present with each other. Like we actually had to have conversations. We actually had to hang out in a sense where there was like no weird like hierarchy dynamic and I feel like it just brought the group like I said closer and more open and like we needed that fresh energy like I feel like everyone now feels like they can be themselves without being judged and that's like the biggest thing and I feel like that helps the show you know like you don't have these group of people not allowing anyone to say anything or do something because you know, they're the OGs, like that's never going to work. At some point in time, it's like, there has to be new dynamics going on, different stories. <laughs> Who are you closest to in the group? Um, well, I'm so, I mean, I've always been close to Sheena. I feel like Ariana and I really over the summer have gone, have grown to become closer. I, I talk to Ariana like every day. I work with Raquel weekly, but I think the most surprising relationship I developed is with Katie. I actually love Katie. She's so much fun. She's a great time. And she's like a really good partier. She knows how to drink. And I love it. Like she's always the one encouraging me to drink more. I love it. <laughs> you have to love that. Yeah. What about, cause I know you have a boyfriend, Corey, who you yes. display on your Instagram, you know, everyone else on the show is coupled up. And I mean, I know you have this boyfriend who's not on the show, might we see him at some point on Vanderpump Rules? Yeah, you'll see him here and there. I, he, you know, didn't sign up to be on reality TV. So it was like definitely a new world for him. But he, yeah, he's here and there. He hangs out with the cast a lot outside of the show. But I just think that he got first season nerves. So he, it's a lot, you know, like he just was like, whoa, this is maybe not something I'm good at type of vibe. But he's definitely around. Is he in the entertainment business too? No, he does. I call it big boy work. Like he does like e-com marketing for companies. He he just sold his first company. Like he does big boys. That's, that's, (laughs) where did you guys meet? Um, We actually met at Hughes, the first bar I ever worked at in LA. It's like a cute little story. Give you a small snippet. He, uh, was my customer asked for my number said no I was making fun of him for wearing a jacket that night uh he left his number and I was like whatever I just tossed it in my bin of numbers because I always believe in saving numbers you never know when you need someone and then my grandmother bought me a coat a few weeks later and it was the same coat he was like wearing so I went through all the numbers in my bin that I had from that night. And I texted every single one and said, are you still wearing that coat by any chance? Until he responded. (laughs) And so then it was history, but we broke up for a year. That's when I did Vanderpump Rules. That's why I was single and on the date with Brett and everything. And towards the end of the year, 
I, after seeing all these crazy people on TV and all their crazy relationships, I was like, maybe we should get back together. So we got back together and then we moved in together during quarantine. And now I live with a man. How did that happen? We don't know. <laughs> so, so, like, so literally by kind of just like being around this group and watching the show back and seeing yeah, I was like, you know, our, we broke up because of distance. It wasn't because we didn't like each other. We didn't love each other anymore. It was like a really hard thing for us to do. And I was like, you know, a little bit of distance didn't hurt anybody. And like, look at, thank God, because we literally went into quarantine a few months later. Wow. If you were going to take relationship advice from any one of the couples on this show, who would it be? Ooh, probably Tom and Ariana. They have a really good dynamic. Like they communicate really well, even when they disagree, I feel like they communicate really well. And I feel like they've, since I started the show, I feel like they've always been the strongest couple in the group, hands down. Would you let your boyfriend go to Tom Sandoval for proposal advice or to help plan? Oh my God, hell yeah. If he does what he did for James, sign me up. (laughs) Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Do you ever ask yourself why are so many dogs suffering with health issues? Well, actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 1,600 dogs through her foundation, says she's seeing more issues with dogs, joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, says there's one place we can look to support any dog's health, their food. So she decided to create something she could actually feel good about feeding her dogs, and it's called Superfood Complete. Superfood Complete is the only food I use for the dog in my life, Doherty. Why? Because Doherty's health is so important to me. Doherty is so picky. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. But he loves this dog food. What do I love best about Superfood Complete? The fact that it's made with over 30 of the healthiest ingredients on the planet. But don't take my word for it. Go to badlandsranch.com velvet in order right now to get 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S ranch.com slash velvet today. It's sandal season and that's something I used to wait all year for. But now with the new Croc style sandals, I embrace those feel good summer vibes all year long. And you can too. I love Croc's new getaway sandals. With their new feel-free technology, they're so light and soft, it feels like you don't have shoes on at all. It's like walking on clouds. They're Brooklyn sandals. They're so stylish and sophisticated. They have a classic style and a modern simplicity. And let's not forget their new Miami sandals. They're an elevated silhouette and they have a slight lift, which I love. So thanks to Crocs, these aren't just sandals for a single season. You can wear them year-round. And that's what I love best about Crocs because being this comfortable transcends a single season or a single vacation or even a single moment. It's a mindset. Thank you, Crocs. And right now you get 20% off your next purchase at crocs.com. Just use the code sandals20 at checkout. That's sandals20 at crocs.com for 20% off your purchase. 
Tis the most wonderful time of the year, but you know what? Your mouth gives a lot of action this time of year. It's talking to all of those relatives, all that food and drink that you're putting in it, karaoke parties, or perhaps a mistletoe makeout. Listen, give your mouth the gift of better oral care with Quip. This is why I love it. It's lightweight. It has a sleek design. There's no wires or bulky charger. It also has reusable handles and a range of sleek metal hues, or as I prefer, bright plastic colors. Quip has so many stocking stuffers as well. Refillable mouthwash, refillable gum, floss. If you go to getquip.com slash velvet right now, on top of their holiday savings, you'll get your first refill free. That's your first refill free and up to 40% off bundles at getquip.com slash velvet. That's spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash velvet. Quip, the good habits company. I'm in such a good mood because I just got my new rain jacket, t-shirts, and sweaters in the mail from Tentry. Not only are these products fashion forward, but they're earth friendly. Tentry sells lots of different products, including clothing, underwear, outerwear, activewear, and more. What I love is that not only are these fashion forward, like I said, but everything they make is manufactured ethically and from materials that are either sustainably sourced or recycled. Besides being sustainable, Tentry clothing is so soft and so comfortable. I'm already wearing these t-shirts like all day and all night. Listen, for every item purchased from Tentry, they plant 10 trees. And this helps take carbon out of the air, replenish ecosystems, and it gives jobs to tree planters and communities around the world. Learn more about Tentry's planting mission and to grab some comfy, sustainable clothes, check out their website, www.tentry.com. And because you're listening to this podcast, use code VELVET to get 15% off your first order. That's www.tentree.com. Use code VELVET to get 15% off your first order. The holidays can be the most wonderful time of the year. Okay, I'll leave the singing to someone else. But if you're running an online store, you do know that it also can be the craziest time of the year. I was going through this with the Behind the Velvet Rope merchandise. I had all that to manage. I had so many orders to fill. And I had a growing list of stressed out listeners checking in twice a day, wondering where everything was. Well, I found ShipStation. The hassle of shipping out holiday orders and all of this merch has just melted away. Listen, if you sell anything online, I don't need to tell you that shipping can be super frustrating. There are so many carriers and a ton of factors that go into figuring out the best rate for each order. What I love about ShipStation also is you can easily import orders from every sales channel, Amazon, eBay, Etsy, or your own website. Also, ShipStation works with all major carriers, international and local, including FedEx, USPS, and UPS. Make this holiday season a little brighter with ShipStation. Use my offer code VELVET to get a 60-day free trial, just enough time to handle the holiday rush. Just go to ShipStation station.com click on the microphone at the top and enter code velvet ship station make ship happen have you ever been excited by that big sign free trial you sign up and you don't even realize it's a subscription that renews without your consent my life has changed since i discovered truebill truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need want or simply forget about on average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill because companies make subscriptions so hard to cancel. Have you ever actually realized
realized you were paying for a subscription and then tried to cancel it, you have to scroll around that website so many times, click so many buttons. Truebill makes it so simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash Velvet Rope. Go right now. Truebill.com slash Velvet Rope. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash Velvet Rope. Well, I know what you guys were doing in the early 2000s. It's the same thing I was doing. Millions of households across the world turned into watch contestants battle for the last rose or to be the final survivor on an island. Reality TV at this time was beginning to dominate the airwaves and every show needed to be bigger, flashier, and more scandalous than the last. But in the case of one infamous dating show, the real drama was happening off screen. The reality TV series, There's Something About Miriam, seemed like a pretty standard dating competition. Six young men vied for the affection of Miriam Rivera, a beautiful model from Mexico. But when Miriam revealed that she was a trans woman during the show's finale, the on-screen drama sparked an international uproar about gender, sexuality, and whether reality television had gone too far. Wondery's new podcast miniseries, Harsh Reality, the story of Miriam Rivera reveals what happened behind the scenes on how a multi-million dollar lawsuit in media fallout change reality TV forever. Follow Harsh Reality, the story of Miriam Rivera on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or you can listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app. Do you remember Tuesday, September 20th, 2016? Because we do. Because it's the day This Is Us premiered after more than 70 million of you watched our trailer and made our show go viral. I'm Mandy Moore. I am Chris Sullivan. And I am Sterling Brown. We are your hosts of That Was Us, a rewatch podcast starting May 14th. Listen to our episodes wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll be able to watch our episodes on the That Was Us YouTube channel. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. That was epic. So, like, literally the most thoughtful gift ever. And I'm a very, I'm more into proposals than I am into weddings. I feel like proposals are, like, the man's job in a sense, and he, it's a very thought-out process, and it's a time for a man to show his love for you. So I'm very big about proposals. So Tom, help Corey. <laughs> Seriously, let's just put that out to the universe. Yeah, was, Tom, please help Corey. He doesn't have to pay for it, but just to help. <laughs> just to help. What about, you know, like we've seen, you know, we are still seeing things with everyone's relationship this year yeah. on the show. What about like Sheena and Brock and like what they're going through and, you know, like Lala's involved and like he hasn't seen his children yeah, I mean, this is like very heavy topic to like to even discuss. I feel like I've said to Brock, I don't think that this was the smartest choice he made speaking to Lala. I also don't think it's the smartest choice on Lala's behalf to exploit it at a tea party in front of everyone. I feel like that was a, a private conversation for a reason. 
from Brock's side, you know, a point of view. Totally. And I think that a lot of times we forget that other people are involved. Like Brock's kids are going to see this one day. They probably see this right now all over the internet. And it's not fair to them that this is how their story is being shared to the world. It's no one's place to share. So I, yeah, you know, I think it's a little rough. I think it's really sad that it's happening, but at the end of the day, I hope that Brock is just doing what he needs to do to make it positive again. And I, you know, I know Brock, I love Brock. He's like, you know, a big teddy bear. And I know that even in the past when we make mistakes, you know, it sucks, but as long as he's learning and growing from it, that's all I can hope. And she but exactly seems- like I said, kids should be off limits. I agree. I mean, that's a good point. You know, the internet, things get back to everyone these days and it's yeah, a national platform. And Sheena seems happy with him. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I met Sheena when she was single, you know, I didn't know all of Sheena's boyfriends from the past. <laughs> I've heard a lot of things about them, but Sheena's a big girl. She knows what she's doing. And, you know, I, I think like from what I've seen, they work really well together. No couple is perfect especially when you're on reality TV, you have the worst sides always shown. But I think that they, I think Brock really does love her. And I honestly couldn't see anyone more Sheena's man than Brock. Like they, they they're very like similar and how they do things, how open they are, their characteristics, like Brock is perfect for TV. <laughs> he, he, he fits in with a group. Yeah, now. he does a totally great job. Are you ever jealous that Summer Moon has more Instagram followers than you, Charlie? I mean, she has oh a lot more God. than me. Honestly, fuck that baby. No, <laughs> just kidding. But like, seriously, how did that even happen? I'm like, listening about the other day, I was like, Sheena, did you buy your baby followers or what? When but she said Summer- that, I had to go check it. I was like, oh my God. She... Like, I don't even know how it happens. It's insane. But she's a really, really cute baby. Like, how could you not get, give her a follow? I even follow Summer. She's a star. Listen, and she doesn't wear the same thing on Instagram more than once. So, I mean, that oh makes my me goodness. love her, right? <laughs> so, I when she just said that, I was like, <laughs> she's a baby. She can wear an outfit more than once. But, you know, she's going to live a great, glamorous life good for that baby <laughs> how is it like filming with the babies I mean like I know you haven't been you know like at the when you guys were away in Palm Springs like having babies on board on the set um it's like a boner kill a little bit <laughs> if I'm gonna be honest it's like sometimes I don't really want to hear about like mom stuff and like pumping but the girls are doing a great job they both look amazing but like sometimes I just want to party and get drunk and not really talk about kids. Your biological clock, mind. your biological clock is not ticking now. I mean, you're no. very young. Oh no, my, I do want, there's no way in hell I'm having a baby anytime soon. And there's no way in hell I want to get engaged or get married. I want to have fun. I want to live my life a little bit, go travel some. <laughs> well, you're very young. So you have yeah. time. I don't know how, like, I, that's why when sometimes I like, they start talking about babies. I'm, I'm like, block it out, block it out. More shots, tequila, tequila. <laughs> I don't want to hear about this. You're like, enough. What about some of the other major concerns of this season? I mean, Schwartz or Schwartz and Sandys. I mean, do, do, do you like this name? 
Um, I don't love it. I definitely think that there could have been other routes to go. I will say like, you know, getting to know Katie better this season and really hanging out with her outside of the show. I feel like Katie would be really good at helping at the bar, like in the restaurant. And she'd be really good at it. When I found out she was running her family's restaurant for most of her life, I'm like, no, like you're perfect. And I also do feel like, you know, if my husband was investing our money into something, I definitely would want a word on how things were playing out, especially if it was my money. Do you think, so you think Tom Sandoval's overreacting? No, I feel like Tom is Tom. You, you know, I feel like we expect him to be a little bit over controlling because he just likes things to be done right, which I feel like we've all learned, which I love that. That's great. But from Katie's point of view, I do see how it could be frustrating because I think it's a little different for Ariana and Tom than it is for Katie and Tom because they're married. They're, it seems like their financial things are kind of put together, whereas like Tom and Ariana are a little bit more separate in that sense. So it's, it's hard because it's like, I think Tom looks at Ariana and is like, well, she doesn't care and she's not involved, but like Katie kind of has every right to be. That makes sense. Hey, listen, she came up with a name Once Upon a Tom, which I think is absolutely brilliant. Katie is so good at like naming things and coming up with clever, like little say, like she's really creative in that sense. Like you'll see more in the season, like some things happen and like we do some things together. And I was like, Katie, you should have definitely named this bar. <laughs> like you should definitely have an upper hand in it. <laughs> what about like James and Raquel now that they're engaged? She has this Tiffany's ring, which is not really Tiffany's. You know, lots of people seem to say James and Raquel. I mean, do you think that our, are they going to make it, you think? You know, I mean, I know a lot of people think James has this past. What are your thoughts? I think that Raquel and James have a very well balance of each other. Like, I don't think anyone can deal with James like Raquel does. Like, I, I don't know how she does it because James can be a little crazy, but she does a really good job. And that's how you know she really loves him. Because if you didn't she really love him someone, down. you would not deal with this shit, you know? So that's how you know it's a true bond. She calms him down. Yeah. I feel like that's what I'm saying. Like, like only Raquel could really deal with James. I, I think they balance each other out. I'm like loving Raquel this season. I feel like, I, you know, on like as a viewer, I think you're getting to know you and Raquel really a lot this season. Like, yeah, I feel that's... like we've had that opportunity and... And I feel like we both feel more comfortable to express ourselves in the group because these are our friends now. You know, we don't have people judging or nitpicking or like kind of choosing what we're allowed to say and what we're allowed to do. Like now we're all friends and we're all able to be our true authentic selves. What about, you know, everything that's going on with Lala? Like, have you spoken to Lala? I mean, I know like the press has a lot to say about a lot of things, but, you know, posting pictures of Randall, showing Lala looking at apartments. I just saw today she changed the name of her podcast to Just Lala. Oh, I didn't know about that. Um, You know, I, I don't really know too much of their situation. Like Randall's closer to my mom's age. So that's like grown man business. Like I have nothing to do with what Randall does. But for Lala, I mean, I do, I have messaged her and I send little messages here and there because even if we have differences on the show, I think when things like this happen, it's our job as castmates to one another to take care of each other and really be there and set the differences aside. But, you know, if whatever happens, she has our full support. She has my support. 
I want nothing but the best for her. You know, it's really, it's, it's really shitty when things are exploited all over social media, even if they're not true, it's not a good feeling. And I cannot imagine how she's feeling right now. And she's handling it pretty well for like, you know, in my opinion. And I think that time will only tell what happens for them. And I wish the best, whatever the outcome is. Same. I mean, I've had Lala on this podcast and I've had Randall on twice and I think they're both phenomenal people and I don't say that about everyone. So yeah, I hope, yeah, I, I mean, wish them Randall, nothing but the best. Yeah. Randall's really nice. And you know, but you know, things happen. I wasn't there to really dictate if it was true or not, but at the end of the day, you know, Lala's still our first priority. She's our you know, she's our team. So it's like, if anything does happen, we're going to have to be team Lala all the time. <laughs> it's it's kind of like a family, right? Like you yeah, might fight, but yeah. And like things happen. Like I said, even if she chooses, you know, they stay together. Like, well, I would never treat Randall differently, but at the end of the day, like she has our full support, whatever she chooses to do. And I set my stuff aside, like I said, and send her texts here and there. And I'm, I think we're all actually going to do a girl's day soon. So It'll be pretty exciting. I think we're going to do like a girl's spa day. We'll see. That sounds fun. Yeah. What about from someone who actually works at Sir? What about this whole, I know James and Max are in a good place now, but is it really a big deal? Like the split plate cost? Um, okay. Well, I feel like people only make it a big deal when they don't want to spend money, you know, but like also if you're going to a place like Dan Tana's, you're there to spend money. So you definitely shouldn't be arguing about a split plate cost. Like that you're, you're in the environment to do so. That's just how it is at a lot of Yeah, I mean, it's also Los Angeles where everything is overly expensive for no reason, but you should also know that walking into a place. I do not agree with James calling Max those names, but I definitely think it could have been an argument to not have. I mean, I know James doesn't work there, work there, but he, you know, DJs there. Wouldn't oh, you be afraid- did. He like DJs there, right? Yeah, he's, he was there last night. He's there probably like once or twice a month, every Tuesday. So like, wouldn't you be afraid to get in a fight with Max? I would be. It's like the boss's son. Well, I feel like James has like a little upper, like Lisa has this like soft spot with James, I've noticed. I feel like James is like her second son. So whenever he does wrong, it's kind of like she's yelling at her other son, not so like one of us because I feel like if I did that I'd probably get fired immediately <laughs> but like James can do it because it's like oh it's kind of like family in Lisa's sense you know you think James- I love Max Max is actually hangs out with like a lot of my girlfriends which is like random it's like this weird connected circle but um I was a little surprised I was very shocked I'm still shocked I don't know if they'll like fully recover from something like that that's just where my mind goes. I'm like, I'm not going to get in a fight with the bosses. You think James gets like a little bit of special treatment sometimes by Lisa? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I definitely think he still gets reprimanded, but I definitely think it's a special one. How is everything else going? I know in addition to this other job, you go on auditions. Like how is the acting going? Uh, it's been weird because it's still like COVID times in a sense. Like my auditions are still via zoom or like self tapes, which I absolutely hate. I love going in the room. I love showing up. So it's been quite an adjustment. You know, I'm, I'm doing my bikini competition in two weeks, which is so exciting. I hope I do good. (laughs) And like all that's all I've been doing. I just like wake up, work out, eat, go to sir. 
it's like a little like and then do an audition in the middle I'm like a little hamster right now kind of getting myself back into the groove of LA I have a lot of friends who are actors and they absolutely hate auditioning on zoom or a tape or anything they they absolutely hate hate it it. I like I'm not good at it I'm way better when I go into the room I feel like I book more when I go into the room that's like what they said too and it's harder because it's like you get these like breakdowns and it's like they're basically asking you to film a mini commercial in your house and they have all these rules and it's like I don't even have half of this equipment like then you have to find someone to help to do it and it's like my boyfriend works you know probably six days out of the week so and he gave it's not that he doesn't want to but he you know when you have to do an audition tape five times he doesn't really understand that by the second one one time he told me he's like well be a better actor (laughs) he was like get this down and I was like this is how it is you have to do it a few times to like send in the tape so he he was like, I'm not helping you anymore. I'm done. It takes too much time out of my day. <laughs> You're like, welcome to my life. Yeah. I'm like, you think I want to sit and do this for three hours? No. <laughs> Have you ever been in the mix for a part, you know, that now like, oh my God, Riverdale or something like that, where like you got kind of far where you almost got the job and it's something that mm-hmm. we all know. A few big commercials. Uh, I mean, it's so funny because like I'll watch and I'll be like, oh, there, there is the one I got a call back for. Definitely didn't book that. <laughs> um, a f- I think one or two Super Bowl nationals, which is like my goal to always book a Super Bowl national. I've been on hold for like two or three, then let go like the day before, traumatizing. There was a few auditions for TV roles that I got and that I got a call back for and I was like convinced I was gonna get it that would have been like a co-star type of role but like nothing like not a main I haven't had a main yeah I mean I've had auditions for them but haven't got that close yet does it ever come up when you audition like oh my god or is that you from Vanderpump Rules no actually not yet not no, no. I feel like that because they're all self tapes right now. So it's not like I even get to engage into the conversation. I feel like they probably pull up my picture and say that, but I haven't had anyone more like on the street or at my other jobs is when I get it the most. Just walking around. Yeah. As we wrap up, have you, are you a fan of like Bravo and Bravo celebrities? Like, is there anyone that has slipped into your DMs where you're like, oh my God, or even anyone famous that, you know, you're like, oh my God, I can't believe this person is a fan of Vanderpump Rules. And they're like, DMing me, how do they even know who I am? I haven't had one person message me. I haven't had a Bravo celebrity follow me yet, but I'm a fan of so many. So I hope one day I get to become friends with some. Is there anyone in particular you want to meet, like in the Bravo world? Like I, on another show? I feel like I have a top, let's do like a top five. I definitely can do a top want, five. Yeah, I definitely want to go experience New Jersey with Teresa Judice. I feel like she needs to make me pasta. I need to go to a Sunday family dinner, make it a full thing. Um, I love Salt Lake City girls. I want to just like go hang out with them in Utah for a weekend. I want to like act like Lisa Barlow for the day and just say, love that. And like drink beta tequila. (laughs) I, and I definitely feel like I could go sit and have lunch with Karen Huger. I feel like she has so much in depth. She's like so regal and has so many like advice and like so much like 
opinions on things that I feel like she'd be such a great mom. Like she is a great mom to her child, but I feel like she'd give such good advice. And I feel like that's pretty much it. Like that's like my top three. Those are good. Yeah. I mean, I love Bethany Frankel, but I feel like she's not really on anymore. She's always like on Twitter. <laughs> Lisa Barlow is, 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 is everything. I yes. love her. I feel like a lot of people are like indifferent about her, but I don't know why. Like She's amazing. I could see you guys getting along. I mean, I, I've had her on this show too. She's great. And Karen Huger, the grand dame. I mean, who wouldn't want yeah. advice from her? Exactly. I feel like I just need like a little room. Oh, oh, sorry. I like closed out for a second. I feel yeah. like I just sit in a room for them to tell me like everything you need to do in life. <laughs> like Lisa are- has so many businesses. She's so successful and like does it with two kids and like how she has her life is how I envision myself married with two boys running businesses (laughs) and she makes it look easy that's the thing yeah so effortless but someone else that makes it look easy is lvp lisa vanderpump is just makes it all look easy and i know that it's a lot of work so yeah i mean running multiple businesses that are not just businesses but restaurants i don't know how she does it anything else you want to discuss before we wrap up? Like, I really appreciate you coming back. I like to give people a chance at the end to discuss anything that they would like. No. Um, well, I'm so excited to be on the season of Vanderpop. I hope everyone is enjoying it. I appreciate every single person who watches the show. Um, look out for my bikini competition in a few weeks, check out my Instagram. I'll probably be posting more now that LA is finally getting back into the groove of things, hoping to post more auditions out with the girls, look out for that. So I'll be partying with everyone really soon and tune in and I hope you enjoy the rest of the season. I love it. And where can everyone find you who doesn't follow you, who wants to? You can find me on Instagram, TikTok. I'm a huge TikToker and Twitter at Charlie Burnett. I love it. I really appreciate you coming back. Loving this season. You'll have to come back next season. I appreciate you taking your time and good luck with the bikini competition. I will check out your Instagram and stay posted. Oh, thank you so much. And you also look so amazing. You, you are haven't aged a day. You like are way brother. too kind. That's because I think last time we were talked like during the heart of COVID. So yeah, I we too, were both like in sweatshirts in our room, like trying not to cry about the world ending. <laughs> now I, it's <laughs> I was one of those like heading down a road of just like, yeah, I'm just going to eat and just, I mean, I was working all the time, but I was like, I just want pizza at 9am and I really don't care. So exactly. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate Pleasure. it. So I can't wait to see the rest of the season. Charlie Burnett, Vanderpump Rules. Thank you. Thank you. And keep thank in touch. You. Have a good day. Happy Halloween. You too. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review. Because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. 
We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.